The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Wakey, wakey, I'm Rockin' Robin, and I'm doing my best to keep you all from falling asleep at the wheel. But if you happen to find my voice a bit too melodious, head on over to Golden Cup Coffee Corner for a caffeine fix and a free croissant with any medium beverage. I haven't had a carb in five years, but I hear they're excellent. Full disclosure, they paid me to say that, but it doesn't make it any less true. Anyone want a free croissant? Bethany, Mia? No, thank you. I'm good. It's just going to sit there. Why'd you order the special if you don't even want it? Because it was free. Valerie, stop scratching like that. We're in public. Sorry, my hives are acting up. Ew, you have hives? Let me see. You can't see them, Mia. They're invisible. Okay. And I have painless migraines. They're a real doozy. I'm not kidding. I have chronic idiopathic urticaria. It's very serious. I'm sorry, but isn't the whole point of having hives that you can see them? Like, you're giving me hives, look. That's a very one-dimensional view of a chronic ailment. Bethany, back me up here. Yeah, I mean, if Valerie thinks she has hives, it's probably as traumatic as her actually having hives. I do have hives. (sighs) I thought you two would believe me, unlike my husband, who doesn't believe anything I say about my own body. He didn't think I was in labor until Caitlin's head was poking out of me. We barely made it to the hospital in time. Stop it! I might not be sold on this hive thing, but I do believe in scarring. Get some self-control or find mittens. Distract me with with anything, something interesting. Bethany, what do you got? Uh, nothing really. Oh, I did have the strangest encounter with Father Williams last week. Ooh, your illicit office crush. He's not my office crush. He's a creep. What'd he do? Well, I asked him if he had seen the game the night before, you know, just to be polite, and he said, what game? Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, he doesn't watch sports. And the creepy part of the story is what now? Maybe he was holding a rat skull while he said it? Oh, that would be so tiny. He wasn't holding a tiny rat skull. He didn't need to be. What kind of a man doesn't watch sports? Oh, no. Have we been teleported back to 1955? Mia, run. Minorities are not safe here. We're not safe anywhere. I know that not all men watch sports, but what kind of man doesn't at least lie about it? Especially when he runs a high school with a prestigious sports program. You think something is wrong with this guy because he didn't peacock his masculinity? You weren't there. It was the way he said it. His tone was menacing, like he did other things with his time. Bad things. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? We need to lock him up. Forget I said anything. Forget about those brownies I promised you, Mia. No, I believe you. Want to hear something actually scary? You know my neighbor, Mrs. Bitterman? Well, she's a super host on Airbnb. What's a super host? Patient Zero in a zombie apocalypse. Great guess, Mia. But I think it's just a host with a high rating. Although with the way she brags about it, you'd think it was a real accomplishment. She has a homemade super host sticker plastered to her front window. That's cute in a sad way. Why would Mrs. Bitterman rent out her house? Well, she's a big-time voyeur. 
Yeah, there are secret cameras set up all over her house so she can watch people. Oh my gosh, really? No. I assume she does it for extra money after her husband left her for his second family. His what? Oh, right. You don't know about this. Like 10 years ago? I think it was nine. Fine. Like nine years ago, Bitterman found out that he had another wife and kid in Ohio, and when she confronted him, he just up and left. He had to be at least 60 at that point. The kid was five. That's insane. I can't believe anyone would choose to live in Ohio. Where does she stay when people are living in her house? The casino. She's very good at slots. You can't be good at slots. Huh. Tell that to Mrs. Bitterman if you want to lose two hours of your life learning about statistics. <sighs> See? It's boring to just think about it. No, I'm sorry. I'm just exhausted. I've been instructed to potty train Zoe, so I've been running all over the house trying to catch her and drag her to the bathroom. Potty training is the sole reason I only had one kid. That and the excruciating pain of having to wear maternity jeans in public. Sometimes I still wear my maternity pants because they're more comfortable. Is it normal that this brat keeps peeing on me? I'm starting to think it's a power move. Caleb never peed on me, but I do remember an endless flood of laundry, which is exhausting in a different way. Thank God Isabella does all that. I don't know how I could be a live-in nanny without a live-in maid. I'm not sure how you're a live-in nanny with a live-in maid. I know. It's all so much. I really need some backup. Can the help hire help? Never mind. I don't want to budget for that. Anyway, last weekend, Mrs. Bitterman rented out her house like normal... And when she came home, the couple was still there. It's so rude when people overstay their welcome. Want to know what's more rude? Using someone else's kitchen to cook meth. What? Now I'm awake. Apparently, Maple Drive is a hotbed for criminal activity. It's a rather thrilling way to break up a work week. You don't work. I don't work for money. But you should see how many letters I've sent to my senator. Can we get back to the meth? Is your family okay? In what sense? I don't know. Air pollution, toxins, radiation. How do you think meth is made? We're fine, Bethany. We live right next to the highway. Whatever damage can be done has been done. It's a great excuse for my mood swings. So Bitterman walked in and what? Meth everywhere? Bitterman told me she knew something was wrong the moment she pulled up. Their large eyesore of Winnebago was still parked in their driveway. The thing was disgusting. Larry complained about it all weekend because he doesn't have any hobbies. Hello? Sorry to bother, but check out, was it too... What the... Bloody hell. You scared me. Uh, Honey, our hostess back. Come out here. Coming? Hi there. Sorry, we've made a bit of a mess. I'm Oliver, and this is Jonas. Pleasure to meet you. You have a lovely home. Just lovely. We're we're visiting from Bristol, and... What the fuck is going on here? Uh, okay. Wow. Um, I know you're quite a bit older, but it is 2018. It's... Honestly, not that shocking that two adult men... I don't care that you're gay. I care that you're cooking meth in my remodeled kitchen. Do you know how many weekends of slots it took me to pay for those countertops? Uh, 21. That's half a year, and we all know I don't have that kind of time just lying around because I'm going to die soon. This is all just a big misunderstanding. We're not cooking meth. We are... Oliver? Uh, uh... We're doing a science experiment. Ah, yes. We're British scientists who have come to America to share our revolutionary... I hope you're better at dealing methamphetamine than you are at lying. How is Mrs. Bitterman so sure what cooking meth looks like? Breaking Breaking bad, bad, duh. I'm pretty sure I can make meth from memory after binging that show. I definitely know how to run a car wash as a front for an illegal business. Is that a part of the show? I've, I've never seen it. What? What's wrong with you? I'm a working mom. So? 
Does that not work as a blanket excuse anymore? Nope. You have to make time for self-love, which means watching all five seasons of the best show ever created. I thought as a true feminist, you weren't allowed to tell other women what to do. There's an exception to every rule, and this time it's Brian Cranston. Really? For me, it's Aaron Paul. I want to wrap his skinny arms around me and squeeze. I weirdly found myself drawn to Skylar. The wife? Yeah. Interesting. She is tall. Is Mrs. Bitterman still alive? Because I'm getting worried. How do you think I know all these dirty details? Unfortunately, it looks like Mrs. Bitterman is going to outlive us all, and I'll never be able to buy her lot to build a pool. No! I want you to have the pool. I'd tell you to talk to Bitterman on my behalf, but I wouldn't wish that on my worst frenemy. That woman's a nightmare. And to think I left out the good guests of... When it was oh, lovely. It was great. You know when a person opens their home for money, they expect at least some respect. And then to try to fool me like I'm some blind old bat who doesn't know a crack pipe from a bung. Incredibly rude. I have no choice but to call the police. Do you two have guns? God, no. British. We prefer manipulation and slander over actual violence. Okay, then I'm calling the police. Hand me the phone, please. Wait. Uh, Let's talk about this. Well, you should have thought about that before turning to a life of crime. Oh, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about this beautiful house. What about it? If you call the police, it will end up in the paper. Then everyone will know this cosy split-level ranch doubles as a meth lab. Cheerio. Property value? Gone. Zero. Nothing. Absolutely bottomed out. Damn. Rich people love property values. Karen won't shut up about them. I'm trying to wipe her daughter's ass and she's going on and on about how solar panels add more resale value than you'd think. How much is their house worth? It was appraised at 1.7, but Phil insists it's worth at least 1.9. Phil is so adorable. I saw him at Whole Foods the other day. Someone has been lifting weights. Extramarital sex is a real motivator. Karen looks better than ever. Oh, really? Yep. She cut her hair and has started wearing clothes with shape. Good for her. I don't think people should tell other people their property value. It's not polite. How much does your house cost? I have to know. Me too. Spill. No, it's not appropriate. What? Come on, we're your friends. I've known you for ten years. Mia goes to your house for Thanksgiving. Is it 1.1, 1.2? She's got four bathrooms. I'm guessing 1.4. Blink if I'm right. Ah, I'm right. That was just a regular blink. Fine, we'll just look it up on Zillow. That's an invasion of privacy. Privacy doesn't exist anymore. Best to take advantage of that while we still have the semblance of free will. What are you even talking about? By the year 2040? Never mind. Forget I asked. I can't believe all my information is just out there for everyone to see. Makes me feel exposed and a little unsafe. Like Mrs. Bitterman? Yes. Oh, did she call the police? Nope. She did something even better. Well, (laughs) this crown molding is completely ruined. I'm going to have to get it repainted, and that's going to cost at least a couple hundred dollars. That stain was already there. Oh, really? Lick it. Oliver! Yeah, he's not going to lick it. Then add it to your tab. And what the hell is this? My faucet is practically falling off. That's a pull-out handle. It's part of the design. I've had this thing for five years, and you're telling me I could have pulled it out this whole time? Oh, God! It's not that embarrassing. Uh, No, no, it's my, my chest. I think I'm high. I'm... I'm high on meth! Ah! Jonas! Sorry, you know I love to scream. The walls are closing in. I, I, I can feel my feet for the first time in months. Why don't you let us help you sit down? You talk funny. Not the way you say the words, but the words that you say. I think he does too. I've never known how to express it before. 
brilliant. Can you get her some water? Fine. My tongue tastes like ice cream. <laughs> I hate ice cream. Mrs. Bitterman, I don't think it's possible for you to be high. Why not? Because I'm some soggy old lady? No. Oh, because you didn't do any drugs. Oh, secondhand smoke, Oliver. Ever heard of it? Yes, but certainly not in this context. Ooh, if only Mr. Bitterman could see me now, I'd open up my legs and strangle him. Here's the water. <laughs> Drink up. Uh... There. How are you feeling? High as a kite and nowhere near as light. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about something else. Uh, get your mind off of it. Um, how long have you lived here? I don't think I've ever really lived, if we're being candid. Oh, um, uh, well, that's... Um, uh, may I ask a question before the hallucinations start? There won't be any hallucinations. Why, Meth? I mean, it's so, uh, you know, proletariat. Can't you just sell weed like a respectable person? Weed! Valerie, you should try weed! Is the story that boring? I'm enjoying it, and I'm completely sober. No, for your hives, Valerie. Smoke weed. For your invisible hives. Ooh, that's a great idea. I know. That's why I yelled it. Where can I get some? Why would I know? Because I'm Mexican? No, because I've seen you high many times. Guilty. I'm a little buzzed right now. Mia, you work with children. Exactly. Have you ever taken care of a toddler? Yes, my son, who you know. Caleb's different. He's like a little adult. Who doesn't use his limited vocabulary to hurt you? I can't wait to be high. What if this solves all my problems? Mm, seems pretty doubtful based on all of history. You know where I heard you can get good stuff for a fair price? Caitlin. My 16-year-old daughter, Caitlin. Mia. Oh, come on. Valerie must have heard the rumors by now. That Caitlin's a neighborhood drug dealer, please. I almost wish it were true. Pigs will fly before that girl self-motivates. She buys Velcro shoes and says it's a fashion statement. I actually think that's coming back in style. She doesn't know how to tie her shoes, Bethany. The sooner we all accept that, the sooner we can move on. I have to ask, would you even care if it was true? Don't you always say women should support other women? I don't think feminism applies to illegal activity. What about prostitution? It's such an ethical trump card. It doesn't matter what I do in the hypothetical situation that Caitlin is a drug dealer. I know my daughter, and she doesn't have the organizational skills to run a small business. Who does these days? So much paperwork. It's just a silly rumor. Some people don't have anything better to do than to talk about other people. Oh, yeah. What happened to Mrs. Bitterman? Oh, right. She got rushed to the hospital. But you said she was okay. She is okay. It was a small stroke. Wait, meth can give you a stroke? I thought it just ruined your teeth. I don't think the stroke was secondhand meth-related. Yeah, she's like a thousand years old. At least. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You tried to kill me. No, we didn't. You're just ancient. Make sure you tell the doctor I've been exposed to hazardous toxins. Ignore her, Mr. EMT. She hasn't been in her right mind in years. You just met me. See? Huge lapses in memory filled with hallucinations. I knew I was hallucinating from all the meth. Amphetamines. In her diet pills. She has a bit of a weight problem. And something's also wrong with her personality. I'm happy to say you're going to be just fine, Mrs. Bitterman. You suffered a small stroke, but your sons got you in here before there could be any major damage. Oh, they're not my sons. They're criminals. And messy criminals at that. You should see the state of my powder room. All my good towels are ruined. Shh, Mom. Uh, Mom. Mom. You're going to be okay. 
We'll get them dry cleaned. I can't dry clean towels. Have you ever heard of anyone dry cleaning a towel? Well, maybe the Queen of England. I'm her son's gay lover. Okay. That's why things were a bit tense. Uh, She's mad about Brexit. Totally fine with our sexuality. Just very concerned about England leaving the EU. These royals, they just throw their money away. See? So she's going to be okay? No paralysis? Nope. Full recovery. She'll be talking until they bury her. Did the meth heads get arrested? Ha! You didn't hear what they said about property values? Once Bitterman calmed down, she gave them a five-star review to keep up appearances. Wow. I am never using Airbnb. Do you ever go anywhere? Not really. You guys should read the review. I helped her craft it in the hospital. I'm very good at omitting key details without technically lying. That's nice you visited her in the hospital. Of course I visited. I needed to hear what happened. I think I want to die in public. Why? I'm not sure. It seems exciting. Not that many people die in public. Plenty of people die in public. Believe me. Oh, you've seen someone die in public? Personally, no. But I once missed a drive-by by a matter of minutes. That's not something to be proud of. It is when you choose to volunteer in a drive-by neighborhood. I only stopped going because D.A.R.E., and that's the D-A-R-E, wouldn't let me teach my own curriculum. That's too bad. It clearly worked on Caitlin. Hate to leave, but the station won't pay me to stay. Hope today's tunes brought you all back to your youth when things were simpler and normal people could afford a mortgage. Like Mother always said, remember the good days because they're numbered. Hoo-ha! Now that was fun. Stay tuned after the break for Hot Goss featuring Amanda Perez. Welcome back to Hot Goss. Thank you for being here, Amanda. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for starring in the show. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy I got to be in that show. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Well, Mia is obviously someone who loves to gossip, but do you, Amanda, love to gossip? I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. The first job I ever got out of college was on Gossip Girl. Oh, really? (laughs) So that should tell you something, I guess. Was there a lot of gossip on that set? Uh, No, it was pretty mild and really chill. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were in the fifth season by then. Oh, okay. Everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone was, like, really profesh. But there was some on-set romances, so I would think. There were. Yeah. There were. But I was just, like, so thrilled to be there that I was, like, (gasps) (gasps) just, like, looking around and being amazed that I got to be a part of it and, like, trying to keep my hair on the subway. Because oh. everything was done so beautifully. Wow. Who did you play? I played someone that worked for Georgina, who was the gossip girl. Oh. Who then was working for, spoiler, Dan, who was the gossip girl. So Wait. If anyone's watching oh my God. Netflix, I think I never caught up with this. Wait. So mm-hmm. Dan was gossip girl? Yeah. At the end, he was Gossip Girl the entire time. No. And Georgina worked for him, and I was like, uh, Wait, I thought yeah. Kristen Bell was Gossip Girl. Well, she's the voice of Gossip Girl, and it was to deter us, you know. Who's Georgina? Well, that's a really long story. So he was like a high schooler who was just paying someone to be Gossip Girl? I don't know if he was paying them. I think it was written. Oh. It was like a writing situation. So he was like the writer. He was like the really like emo Yes. I, I never, yeah. I can't believe that it's 2018 and I never knew Dan was Gossip oh, Girl. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. I could have started with that. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Ten years later. (laughs) So do you have do you have gossip though from your life? Yeah. So in uh, summer camp, I had this roommate named Linda, and how old are you? So I guess we were like a twelve. We were twelve. And you had a roommate? It wasn't like Maybe a bunk? 13. No. It was like a hotel room. Oh, that's so I nice. I know. It was in the Catskills. So it was very fancy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, they call it the Borscht Belt. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> no, I don't know anything. I didn't even know Dan was Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, yeah, there was this girl that was my roommate named Linda, and there was like this amazing counselor named Peter. He was Australian, and he was so hot. But he had this, like, goatee, and, like, he had this accent, and he had these blue eyes, piercing blue eyes. And I remember we were all like, oh, my God, Peter is so hot. Linda and him would flirt a lot. Even though she was 12? Yeah. Ooh, I don't like it. I think maybe she was a little older, maybe. I was young. I lied about my age to get into camp. You did? Because I wanted to be in the older bunks and, like and I like, wanted to be on the third floor main did three your parents like they like let you lie yeah wow. I just wrote You're like, like Mila 1984 Kunis. yeah sure that's how she got on that 70s show oh right because she was like 15 years old I think she was like 14 I don't even know oh my lord um Anyway, so turns out their flirting turned into more and they were sending love letters to each other what yes wait I'm okay I know while I know. they were still at camp while they were still at camp. He would come to, like, her bunk. And, like, nothing sexual ever happened, but he, like, confessed that he really liked her. And she said that, like, she was so attracted to him and, like, wanted to, like, get together with him in New York City, like, once camp was over. And that they were going to, like, maybe, like, not necessarily have a relationship, but they were going to, like, keep in touch and then, like— we almost had a sleepover in New York when he was, like, in town. But my mom said no because she thought that was really inappropriate. Wait, who almost had a sleepover? Like, all of us and the two Australian counselors <laughs> that came into the city after, like, camp was over. First of all, it's strange because I don't know if this is gossip because she's telling you that it happened. Well, but I she also- didn't really, like— like, I heard from other people that it had oh, happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and she never really, like, told me flat out, but I always saw them talking together, and so I was oh, so like, Oh, so she never oh told gosh. you? No, she didn't really. Interesting. But, like, I knew what was going on, and we would, like, refer to it, but not talk directly about it. So you heard about these love letters from someone else. Yeah, I did. And I just remember hearing, like, oh, my God, Peter's going to go visit her in New York. Like, I need to confirm how old she is. Was she 12 or was she 15? Because that's very different. No, I think she was 15. I lied. (laughs) I think I lied. I No, because I think I was 12 and she was older than me. Oh, okay. Because she was in the older bunk. Because there's a so big difference like, between like there is, pre-pubescent there is. and post-pubescent yes. girls. Right. Not that You're either right. is okay. No, absolutely not. But there's a difference. Yeah. Biologically. I, no, she was 15, I think. Yeah. But she had a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend who wasn't Peter? No. And they were off and on. Oh, as as they will be. You know. At theater camp. At sleepaway camp. <laughs> <laughs> like one week, it feels like three months. Yeah. And was the boyfriend also at the camp? Yeah. So was he hearing these rumors as well? Yeah, they had, like, multiple fights about it. But he was, like, really busy because he was the lead in West Side Story. So it was very intense. (laughs) He was riff, so. (laughs) Need a minute. I was Anita also, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I was, yeah. Okay, so at the end of the show, we like to go back and sort of, like, look at it from now, right? Mm -hmm. So looking back, you think, to recap, 
mm-hmm. that this 20-something, very good-looking Australian man was sending love letters to a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. I still stand by it. I really do. I really – I remember – I have a, a vision in my brain right now of, like, this 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 folded up, like, college-lined paper. What was that called? College-ruled. Uh-huh. Like, lined paper, and it was folded up, and I remember, like, it said Linda on the front of it in his handwriting. Oh. But it literally could have been, like, camp was so fun. Right. You but saw I never this after read it. camp? No, like on the last day of camp, like she was <gasps> crying. We all cried. We were like, course, this is the worst day kids, of our li- yeah. lives. And we're never going to see each other again. And we were like s- sobbing. Mm-hmm. And she like was holding this letter to her heart. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, they really loved each other. Do you think anyone knew you were 12? Yeah. They thought I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> but I just went with it. And okay, so you only lied about being one year old. Yeah, just oh, okay. to get in the um high in the main three. Oh, got it. Got like it. the better bunks. Okay, well, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. <laughs> it was great to gossip. Always say it back. It's great to gossip. Thank you. <laughs> Stitcher presents Gossip, written and directed by Allison Raskin. Produced by Rachel Wolther. Sound design by Casey Holford. Starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin. Featuring Phoebe Doran as Mrs. Bitterman, Adam Blake as Jonas, Alistair James Murden as Oliver, and Peter McKenzie as The Doctor. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lauriston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shayna Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea-Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Stitcher's consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit GossipPodcast.com. Stitcher.